Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is The Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. And uh, you can test your skills right here on Prize Picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit prizepicks.com slash ODD100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. Uh, we got Zach Rosenblatt. Covers the Jets for the Athletic, so he'll join us at the bottom of the hour. That'll be a lot of fun uh, to talk all things NFL, particularly the Jets and Zach Wilson with him. Um, Did you see Rob? that strange play right there, Christy? The yeah, so it was a, an interception. It should have been, but he, 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 but he, but he barely. Uh, I think he was touched by his leg. Right? Is that Rob G? I was watching the replay. Rob G, can you explain yeah. what, what they've what they've so ruled? Brown touched him, right? So there was an interception, and as the defender is falling to the ground for the interception, AJ Brown, his shin touches the defender's shin while he's down. But he's trying to get up to yeah, run, so, right? So I that mean, would be considered down by contact. Of course, the play is still continuing because they hadn't officially blown the whistle yet. And then, and then as he's trying to get up and, and return the, the, the interception, A.J. Brown strips him of the ball, which means you would think the Eagles would advance the ball up to, what was that, the 25-yard line. Official comes in and says, no, 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 he was down by contact, Chiefs football. 
Yeah, but that's a that whistle should have blown if he was down by contact. Right. You know what I mean? Like I that's the part, Chris, I don't like. Like they had to look at the replay to see that he well, barely that's where, grazed yeah, that's him. That's where replay, right. That's but I'm just saying, like, you gotta yeah. blow the whistle if he's down by contact. You stop playing. That's why I don't I, think they knew. Play shouldn't you know, continue. I mean, I don't though. think he knew at that point. You you see that a lot though. You see plays where, you know, it continues and then it's it's called back, you know, when they look at the replay or something. But um, Rob, let, speaking of continue, the big question in LA is should the Chargers continue with Brandon Staley, their beleaguered head coach? Now, Rob, no surprise. The uh, Chargers lost yet again. A team that many people think has some of the best talent in the league is now four and six. And uh, they, wow, five of their losses are by one score. But, but you know what, Chris? The, the NFL, most games are decided by six points or less. Like, so right. losing close isn't a true indication. That's all I'm, I'm going to say. You know what I mean? That's like, right. that, that's not a true indication. Like, oh, they're making progress. Well, they're not getting blown out every week. Most games, that's why the point spread works. That's why Vegas right. works. That's why, Chris, if every game was a double-digit blowout, there would be no no Vegas. Right. <laughs> like, seriously. And if you, you're right. If you could tell right. because the team's bad, doesn't mean they're going to get blown out. Uh, we see that all the time. But anyway, the Packers beat the Chargers 23 to 20. So now uh that's two straight losses for the Chargers. Four of their last six games, Rob, have been losses. And uh in this one in particular, I mean, they only gave up 23 points. So you might say the defense wasn't horrific, but they gave up a career high 322 yards and two touchdowns to Jordan Love. Yeah, I was gonna say, Chris, that was the indictment. I thought he yeah. I, I said this last night on Channel 4 here in L.A. He looked like a, a well-tanned Aaron Rodgers last night, uh, Jordan <laughs> Love, Chris. I'm like, right. he had a great right. game against them. Well, that's what the Chargers do. And so Brandon Staley, who is who went there at least, Rob, as a defensive guru. He had been the defensive coordinator for Sean McVay's Super Bowl champion Rams. So people thought this dude knows his stuff defensively. And uh, he's been he was being questioned on it at the press conference, and Bruh didn't like it. Here it is. I have full confidence, like I t- I've told you, and like I've told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Full confidence in myself as the play caller, in the way that we teach, and the way that we scheme. Full confidence in that. We got to bring this group together and do it consistently, okay? And that's where it's at. So you can stop asking that question, okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses. Okay, so we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. There were a lot of other things that caused us to lose today. It certainly wasn't our defense. It was the way we played as a team. We didn't play well on, enough on the red zone on offense. We dropped too many passes. Okay, we gave up a few killer sacks. Okay, we did this as a team. Stop making it about one unit because that's not what happened out there today. Our team lost, and I am fully responsible for it, and I take full responsibility. But we lost as a team today, and that's the storyline. And mm. no, uh, don't tell me what questions I could ask and not ask. Chris, <laughs> I'll ask you every week you have a poor defensive and assignment. And you like it. And I'll ask you whether or not you're going to give up the responsibilities of calling the defensive play signals. Chris, the year the Lions went 0-16 and Rob Marinelli, I asked him every week, are you going to fire your son-in-law? 
every week. <laughs> All right, it didn't work out that great for me. But I did ask him well, every and week. And then you finally asked, well, look, at least, Rod, do you wish he had married a better <laughs> defensive coordinator? Chris, <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. That's going to go down in history as one of the two greatest questions ever asked at a press conference. Well, certainly you know what one number of the one? funniest was the what number one. The woman who asked um, uh, Doug Williams how long at the Super Bowl, Chris, how long have you been a black quarterback? I think that's going to be number one. <laughs> right? I can't top that one. Well, that, but I, I, I wouldn't, I mean, your question was funny. <laughs> Her question is horrible. Right. How that, long that have you been a black like, quarterback? That's, that's not a good question. That's a that's just a – it's just stupid. There was a golfer, you know Chris. Mean? Like that, yeah. Davis Love hey, – hey, Steve DeSager. Davis Love the third, Chris. There was a golfer. Somebody at a press conference, believe it or not, Chris, asked what was his father's – what was your father's name? <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Davis Love the third. What was oh, your father's man. name? Wow. Hello? Wow. Is this on? <laughs> All right. But anyway, Rob um, – so yeah, look, here's the thing. We we you and I have been saying for more than a year. Chris the, before Brandon Staley yeah. blew the playoff game. Thank we were you. saying it before when he was blowing all those games by going for these crazy. You remember that downs. game against the Chiefs in LA? They had a chance to win that game and they didn't take the field goals a couple times, yes. Chris. And they lost yes. that game. That was a huge game to the Chiefs. It was ridiculous. It's been ridiculous since he got there. And his defense, which was top 10 each of the three previous years before he took over, has been, excuse me, been bottom 10. And that was with Anthony Lynn. You remember that? Anthony Lynn's defense, they couldn't score. Remember before they. Each of his three years, they've been bottom 10. And uh, Rob, they still got Derwin James, who's only 27. They still got, and Joey Bosa just got hurt, but. Before he got hurt, he was he's only 28. They got playmakers, uh, Khalil Chris. Khalil Mack's got 11 sacks. Like, they still got guys that can play, and then offensively as well, of course. And they got Justin Herbert, who's a very good quarterback. And so we have been saying for a long time he should get fired, and I still think that. But here's my thing. We know we talked Friday, I believe it was, about, you know, there's a story that the Chargers are the front runners for Bill Belichick next season, right? Here's the issue to me. If, and we don't know this, but if the Chargers really want Belichick, then if you fire Staley right now and make Kellen Moore your head coach, who's the offensive coordinator right now, make him your head coach. Rob, you know this. If if it doesn't go well or if it goes okay, but they bring in Belichick or whoever they would bring in, it's unlikely that Kellen Moore, if he's the interim head coach, is going to come back to you as the offensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Right. And so if you want Belichick and your plan is, well, we want Belichick, we want to keep Kellen, well, that's probably not going to happen if you promote Kellen now. And... So I I just think they that's what I don't know. Do they really want Belichick? If they don't want Belichick or they're like, we don't know, we'll see, you know, we, we'll look at him, but we're not, you know, they're not all that high on that idea, then by all means, make it Kellen Moore, right? But And see what he can do for these last seven games. But I, I just think it's a lot, 
they have to figure out and um but I, I I think you you could do a lot worse than giving Kellen Moore a chance, Rob, and see what they can do over these seven games. And he's an offensive guy, obviously, but the defense can't get any worse. Right? It, so it's, it's as bad I, as it, it doesn't, gets. It makes sense to bring in an offensive coach. You've got a great quarterback. So and you get to see, we know people have talked about Kellen Moore as a head coach, you know, uh come, you know, gonna be a head coach in the future. So see what he can do. And if he's good, you get to keep him. Um, so is this, Rob, this, what a game. So it's almost a mirror image, right? And so the Chiefs go three and out with a sack on the opening drive. Philadelphia goes three and out with a sack on the on their first drive. Chiefs march down the field and score on their next drive. What's a pick? Eagles march down and score on their next drive. Then the Eagles throw a pick. You know, there was a drive in between. But the Eagles throw a pick. And and now Mahomes just threw a pick in his in the end zone. Mm. They were marching, so that that took at least three points off the board for the Chiefs. So it's a good game, seven all. But you know what I'm saying, like I. But the thing is, Rob, we heard quotes even Sunday coming out of that locker room in Sandy in with the Chargers, talking about you know something's got to change and you know um, how bad things are. It seems like the players are really demoralized. And I I don't know for a fact, Rob, I'm on the outside looking in, but I, I think those players, I think Staley's lost that team. Chris, last week, Khalil Mack was talking about that they had prepared for the exact opposite, like right for the Lions, that they were ill-prepared. Ill they weren't ready. And, and even in that game, Chris, the Chargers scored, what they score, five touchdowns in the second? How many teams could score five touchdowns in the second half and lose? Oh gosh! I mean, yeah, no. That's, that's almost wrong. unheard of in right. the second. But half. again, it's like if it, it look what we've learned with Brandon Staley. Not, I, I don't want to pile on the guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but <laughs> what we've learned with him, Rob, is that whatever needs to go wrong will go wrong. If they're in a game and playing well, he'll blow it with a fourth down call of you know it's fourth and ten and we're going for it. If the defense is clicking the offense is going to mess it up. If the offense is clicking, the defense is going to mess it up. Like, I'm sorry, this is who they are, and this is who they've been. And, Rob, I will say this. I don't think their ownership situation is great. I don't think they know what they're doing. And so I think it goes beyond him. But of the changes you can make and you need to make, to me, he's he's right there at the top as far as, you know, front office on down. I'm with you. I just think it's so obvious, Chris, and we talked about it before. When you blow a 27 to nothing playoff uh, lead, Chris, most people get fired. Nobody's brought back from that. Well, why and, didn't he? We know why, right? They don't want to pay. They don't want to pay. The owners, right. right. That's what I'm saying. Do you want to win? I mean, Rob, here's the thing. Because we, we gave, we, we gave uh, Mark Davis credit, Chris. Yep. They owed to Josh McDaniels. We talked about it all and year. Remember I kept saying, I was like, Chris, they should fire him. And you were like, look at their contract. They're not going to fire him. He got right. four years left, all that money. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? You know this isn't good. He isn't good. And Mark Davis finally said, you know what? I don't care. I'm just right. going to pour ketchup on it, and Chris. And they played fairly well. So right. Yeah. Well, they did have I two mean, cupcakes, no, it, but... Uh. And, and Rob, the thing is, with owners, all these owners are swimming in money. So why are you being cheap? 
You're swimming in money. You're charging uh, $10 for a Coke. You got right. You're making money. I mean, seriously. You are swimming in money. These teams are appreciating like crazy, right? So even if you're not making money year, you know, year after year, which some teams aren't, you're still going to make a huge amount of money on the appreciation. And so I don't, I mean, look, if the coach isn't any good, then just get rid of him. Period. Right. What are you, what are you waiting on? Like, like another season wasted, Chris? Yep. More players uh, 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 confronted with bad coaching and put in bad situations uh, that they have to unlearn. You know what I mean? Yep. So why, why yep. even do that? Once you realize something isn't working, it's not about being right, Chris. We talk about it all the time. I give Joe Dumas credit. Right. It's about getting it right. That's it. Absolutely. It's not about being right. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. The Chargers, Brandon Staley. Your thoughts? Ah, a couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, live from the TireRack.com studios. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? We say yes. Well, now you can with Discover's Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback on everyday purchases, no fees, period. Check out the eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC, 877-99 on Fox. Your thoughts about Brandon Staley and the L.A. Chargers. All right, Chris, let's kick it off with our buddy Sean in Sacramento. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Sean? Yo, my uncle's from another mother, my brother's mind, the boy. How y'all fellas living on a Magic City Monday? Oh, man. All good. Yeah, we great, bro. I'm already hearing it, man. Y'all brought the energy to my Monday. And I'm going to get to Brandon Staley, but real quick, because I was dying when I was hearing Rob talk about his press conference, you know, after the game (laughs) interviews. I got a question for both y'all. Rob, who would you rather have at a presser, Greg Popovich after a loss or Bill Belichick after a loss? And, Chris, who is harder to debate, Rob Parker or Nick Wrong? Wow. Um, you better say Nick wrong. Neither one of them is challenging. Yeah, whatever. Me. All right. <laughs> I, you know what? I know That's both like of That's like asking uh, Ali who was tougher, Jerry Corey or? Oh, wow. <laughs> Jerry Corey. Uh, you know what's funny Zora is Foley Belichick that. and uh, Pop. I know. Uh, I would say Belichick. He just seemed like he gives nothing, Chris. Like nothing. So you rather have him? No, I'm just saying. Like, uh, oh, who would I rather have? I'm gonna oh, say Pop, this. Pop, yeah. Cause, okay, go Because Belichick is nothing. Yeah, Pop, Pop gives more than Belichick. When I was, you know, remember I used to do sideline reporting for ESPN. You weren't games, making up stuff NBA on the games. sidelines, right? I'm just no, make no. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, and so you know, Pop uh, for years had been either just really just rude with reporters. You know that, Rob? Was he like, rude he with you? Get, well, I'm gonna tell the story, okay. but he would, um, he would give, you know, he would either give some, some weak answer or you know his tone is nasty, um, or he might even outright embarrass, you know, uh, a reporter. And so I before this is my first game doing it with the Spurs, and so I I talked to their media director and I said, you know, give me a little advice, you know, dealing with Pop on this, and he said. Don't lead into a question. He was like, you know, like you say, Pop, you know, you guys had eight turnovers and, you know, real sloppy with the basketball. You know, what are you telling your team about, you know, uh, improving in that aspect or something? Just ask the question. How do you cut down on the turnovers? You know what I mean? Like, 
And so I did when I, I don't remember what I asked him, but, you know, I didn't lead in with any little statement of my own. I just asked the question and he was good. There was no, no issues. I told a friend of mine, another report, I won't say his name, years later, he was in the same position, going to do his first sideline gig and with Pop. Right. And I told him that, but he he didn't do it. He did the lead-in thing, and Pop was kind of rude with him, right. you know, and and just but but why would he ask, did he ask, this, your, he asked no, your advice and then didn't follow it? It like, wasn't that he was. It wasn't like he was just all like whatever. But you know, he just I think in the moment just forgot okay. or just you know because it was like days. Okay, earlier, I'm just I saying, told yeah, him. all right. But either way, Greg Popovich or any coach shouldn't be acting that way. No, you know, no. and especially a guy like Pop that gets on his high horse about, you know, politics and all that stuff. Reporters are just doing their job. Everybody's doing Part a job. Of your job is to answer the questions, right? Because we're the conduit between you and the fans. It ain't about us, right? Right. So, you know, there's no excuse to be that way. And I know you know this, Rob, with, with Belichick, he feels like, and he's told some of his, you know, coaches on his staff, the media can't, uh, what do you say, they can't save you. No, he said they can't, if you're, if you're winning, they can't bury you. And if you're losing, they can't save you. So that's how he's, you know, he's like, I don't need him. I would argue, though, Rob, they the media can save you. I agree. At least in some cases, you know, if you're if you're not coaching well, the media if they want if they write other you know it's like Brandon Staley, if the media really wanted to put it on the players, you know what I mean, or the ownership ownership that wouldn't be the thing that saves them. No, but you know right. what I mean? I they know. could write it's the players. He's actually innovative. He's ahead of the curve. He's the new. You know, the going for it on fourth down is the new strategy. Look how other teams do it. They could do they can write all that type of stuff, Rob, or say it, right? And whether it's right or not is another question, but they can help a, a coach or a person in that position. Right. And and a lot of times it should just be about Objectivity. just yeah, this is your job. Uh, just answer the questions because it ain't about us, Chris. It's about right. it's for the right. fans. They they want to know what you think. Why, what were you thinking? What happened on that play? Why did you make that call? That's all it is. It's not the end of the world. This right. is what I was thinking. It didn't work out, Chris. Is that right. is that? I don't and if understand you don't it. like it, if you don't like the notion, I in the middle of the game, I gotta go talk to it. Take it up with the league. Ask them why they accept right. the millions of dollars. Ask them why right. they accept the exactly. millions of dollars. Take it up with the league. All right, uh, it's the Odd Couple. We got Zach Rosenblatt coming up, but first. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. Test your skills on prize picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit prizepicks.com slash odd. 100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. Our next guest covers the New York Jets for the Athletic, oh. Zach Rosenblatt. Welcome to the Odd Couple, Zach. Zach. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good. We're great, man. Good to have you, and thanks for joining us tonight because obviously we want to talk a lot about your team, the Jets. Um, let's. I want to ask you this. Why did, like, Rob actually felt they should have got a backup 
before the season started. When you have a 39-year-old quarterback, right. Right. I thought it's fine to give Zach Wilson a try, but after a, a couple of games when he was really poorly and just overmatched, I thought they, you know, whether it was a Carson Wentz, whether it was trying to trade for a Josh Dobbs, uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett, whoever, getting a legitimate quarterback, I thought, would have salvaged this season and maybe had them in the playoff hunt. Why didn't they go that route? Because now at the end of the day, they're benching Zach Wilson anyway. Yeah, you know, I I imagine they're kicking themselves right now. I, I, I think the bigger issue wasn't necessarily that they didn't get one in the offseason. I think it was once Aaron Rodgers goes down in week right. one, and they didn't even bring in anybody. And I think at the time, I think their thought process was we didn't want to hurt Zach's confidence any more than it already had been last year. But if if that's how you're operating, then I think you've already lost in a lot right. of ways. So, thank um, you. Yeah, so so I, I think I think now I think they probably regret going about it this way, and I, I think the reason why it took them this long to bench him for Tim Boyle is I don't know how much belief they have internally that Tim Boyle is going to be like a guy that's going to turn around the season. So, um, but it got to a, a point with this Bills game uh, that you know was a kind of a point of no return, especially with how good the defense had been before this week. They're kind of wasting another season with a great defense. So they, they they're doing it now to try and get a spark on offense. I don't know if it's going to be enough. It might be too little, too late, and it's going to be one of those what ifs for this Jets team that, you know, what if you go and get a Josh Dobbs? Maybe Josh Dobbs isn't, you know, making them a 10 or 11 win team, but he's at least winning you a couple that Zach Wilson wasn't. Rob, can I follow ahead, up follow on up. that? Um, remember a couple of weeks ago, Sala said, you, you know, on the interview with the fan where he was like, you got me, I plead the fifth. He couldn't really give a reason for sticking with Zach. And the implication was that it was from on high, whether Joe Douglas, Woody Johnson, um, do you have, what is your feel on that, that, that Sala was being dictated to as to ha- he has to play Zach Wilson? And if so, where do you think it was coming from? Um, you know, I'm sure there's some of that to a degree, because I, I do know that Woody Johnson is like more involved than most, the average owner. Um, but I also do think that the other side of it is that I, I, I don't know that Sala and his coaches necessarily like thought that Tim Boyle wasn't going to be much better than what Zach had been giving them to that point. Um, and then it's gotten worse the last two weeks, and so this is where we are. I, I think it was the wrong evaluation ultimately, but yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure there was some aspect of you know we used the number two overall pick on this kid, um, and we have to keep trying. And that, but I, I think there's obviously plenty of evidence that he's not the guy. But really, T- Tim Boyle for real? Like, <laughs> is there no other quarterback One on this on this earth? Thirteen picks. I mean, in college. It, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> how is he even in the NFL? And I'm being dead serious. How how is he in the NFL? Like like what? Well, there's nobody else. With Aaron Rodgers. Is, is, there, is there nobody else for real? <laughs> well, the, your point about the college stats. Like when I saw that for the first time, it was pretty eye opening. So I'm like, wait, I'm sorry, right. what? Those are those are college stats. You know, I. I think, you know, whatever it was, he impressed the Packers as an undrafted rookie, and then he became close to Aaron Rodgers, and I think that's probably helped him to a degree. I, I think he's a smart kid, and I, I don't know. He hasn't really played a lot in the NFL. Um, but I, we'll see what he has this week. I think he's he's better for this Jets offense. Cause I think one thing he I know he's good at is getting rid of the ball quickly when, with their offensive line. That's a good thing. I don't know what he can do with the ball once he gets rid of it, but um, – you know, this is the, where the Jets are at. They need a quarterback who can get rid of the ball instead of getting sacked. So, um, right. I guess we're going to find out what Tim Boyle has and if he's better than his college test. And, I, and I'll, I'll say this. How old is Joe Namath? Joe Namath must be almost 80 years old, right? What is Joe Namath, 70? Yeah, I think he turned, I think he turned 80 recently. Okay. Yeah. Joe Namath, a month, five or six weeks ago, 
said said that Wilson couldn't play, and that they. I mean, this is Joe, an eighty-year-old former quarterback. Go back and look at it. He went off saying, Chris, that he couldn't pull, that Zach Wilson couldn't play. What does he see that that the? I just I do not understand it. I really, really don't. You have some sort of a you have a you know a good defense. And you know Aaron Rodgers isn't coming back this year, okay? It's, I know Aaron Rodgers is tired of p- pulling everybody's chain and finally decided, okay, this isn't happening. Did you ever really think he was coming back, a 39-year-old quarterback, or if he came back with that leaky offensive line and gets hurt again, his career's over? Did that yeah, make sense I, to you? Yeah, no, I, I've, I've been skeptical the whole time and all that, especially even beyond the age part of it. Like, if, if the timeline goes according to, like, the reporting from the other day, it would have he basically would have been practicing before the three-month mark of surgery, which is absolutely insane for an Achilles injury for anybody, let alone a 40-year-old quarterback. So I was always skeptical that even if you know we found some doctor to clear him, which I can't imagine there's a doctor that would clear a guy after three months, um, You know, he would also have to be willing to take the risk that he could end his career if he goes out there again for a team that doesn't look like it's good enough to go on a run. What What? If you know, uh, what's the feeling in the locker room about Zach? I mean, I give these guys credit. Maybe they just believe in him, but they didn't, you know, they never threw him under the bus. They never even, at least from what I saw, it wasn't even a ton of bad body language with how poorly he was playing. Um, what, What do you think most of their players were feeling about him or are feeling about him? You know, I think it is. Di- I think it is different than last year. When, if you remember last year, he had that Patriots game where he like put, wouldn't take the responsibility for yeah. how he played, and and everybody was kind of revolting. And I think he showed a lot of maturity this year. And I think a big reason why a lot of these guys haven't been turning on him is that you know, while he's definitely been the biggest problem on offense, he hasn't been the only one. You look at their offensive line has been bad. Their wide receivers have been awful outside of Garrett Wilson. Um, the running game hasn't really getting been getting going lately, and and the play calling has been poor. So I think it's just been a comedy of errors and. He's kind of the face of it, and so I think that's why you haven't seen like guys turning on him necessarily. And he's become like a better figure in the locker room. But ultimately, I, th- I think everybody knows he's just not. He doesn't. He doesn't have it. And so I, I don't think anybody is in denial about that. If Nathaniel Hackett wasn't attached, I nickname him Can Hackett. It wasn't attached to Aaron Rodgers. There's no way he would be back, would he? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the biggest question as we go into this offseason because. I mean, if you look at Hackett's history outside of when Aaron Rodgers is there, when Hackett wasn't even technically calling plays, it has not been good. Like he was fired um, in his third year in in Jacksonville, and he uh, last year with the Broncos was one of the most disastrous like head coaching seasons ever. And and they have the worst third down offense in the history of the league right now. If it were to end today, they would have the worst, or in recorded history, I should say. So in, since the seventh in recorded so, history, very nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, mean, I mean, it doesn't really, it doesn't really get much worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so Zach Wilson, he's going to get cut after the season. Is that the plan, you think? I mean, they can't imagine him, him being on the Jets next year. Yeah, I, I think that's where it's headed. I think everybody kind of knows that this is kind of the end. I think they pretty much – the Jets kind of showed their hand last year when they benched him multiple times. And then this offseason they made it pretty public how they were going after Rodgers and going after Derek Carr. And then they go into the season and they're like, all right, he'll be our number two and we'll never see him again and then he has to play every single game. and So I think they've probably already kind of accepted that he probably wasn't going to be a guy here long-term, and now you go into this offseason, I think for both parties it'll be best if he goes elsewhere. All right, that's Zach Rosenblatt covers the Jets for the Athletic. Zach, great stuff, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for talking, guys. Yep, more eye couple coming your way. Rob Parker still 
doesn't believe. That's next. Keep it locked. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. All right, it's Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, live from studios, and we're brought to you by Progressive. Progressive's making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and your car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. The Kansas City Chiefs, give them credits, up 17-7 to at halftime over the Philadelphia Eagles. And I got to be honest, I think they are, I mean, beyond the score, they're they're just outplaying Philadelphia right now. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, I think they're, you know, they're they're outplaying them. It's simple as that. And it shows in the numbers they've run already have run for 121 yards. And uh Philadelphia's only run for 58. And I thought Philadelphia would be able to run on Kansas City. Um, and they haven't. Kansas City only has passed, Rob. Mahomes is 10 for 16 for 78 yards. He does have two touchdowns and one pick. But um, it's been their run game and their defense 
that has been dominant in this game. So I got to give them some credit. Yeah, for yeah. I mean, they, out muscling the really muscle bound Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's where it is. Obviously, there's a whole nother half to play, but they're in yep. a, a good spot. Gotten that uh, field goal, Chris, at the end as time expired in the first half. So they're in good shape. Uh, but we got a second half to play, and uh, there was some turnovers, some opportunities yep. that uh, Philly didn't Philly didn't cash in. I should say on a. On a well, they have uh, two two chances, um, but uh, but uh, I'm not I'm not saying this game is over. But I think it'll be close, Chris, when it's all over. And I think Kansas City will win by three and cover that two and a half. So, Rob, um, the Detroit Lions beat the Chicago Bears 31-26. wasn't a great performance by the Lions, but a lot of people have said, "Hey, that's the type of game that in years past." They lose, and so a lot of people were heartened by it. Thought it, you know, four was turnovers a good against sign a horrible for the, team, for the Lions, and well, just the fact that they were. And it was obviously a bad performance, but even you know, usually in bad performances, they're losing, and they found a way to win on a day when they didn't have it. Second best record in the NFC right now, uh, eight and two. Where are you at on the Lions? Same place I've been all year. Uh, well, the regular, not the, making a playoff. The, the, no, the regular season to me, until they win a playoff game, I will not. If if they have this season and win twelve games, Chris, and losing the playoffs, it'll be SOL for me, which is same old lines because that's what it really comes down to. If you're gonna tell me that the culture's changed and something new is happening, you got to do something that is different. It wasn't forty years ago that they won eleven or twelve games. They they did in the Matthew Stafford era. Go look. They made the playoffs. They've made the playoffs before. They've won 11 games before. People act like they've never won 11 games. They have. And they had a chance to win the division a, a few years back as well, and they lost it on the last day. So until that, that's all I'm saying is, like, this is not like, oh, my God, this is the 0-16 Lions, and I can't believe that they got eight wins. This is not that team. And I talked to you, and you know this, I was probably one of the biggest saying that what the Rams did to Jared Goff and basically saying like he was no good, was the way that they represented him was ridiculous. Right. Because we both said it. Go look at that team that went to – and I get it. They didn't oh, score yeah. against Bill Belichick's defense, Chris, and they got a 89-yard field goal was the only points they got in that Super Bowl. Uh, but that, that team came in averaging 35 points a game and one of the right. top right. five all-time offenses in the history of the NFL. That's just – we're, and, get, and say whatever you want, Jared Goff was the quarterback of that offense. He was. Let me ask you this, because I, I get what you're saying. That's all. Um, it's not like they haven't had a good year here or there. Right. But they haven't made the playoffs in consecutive years since 94-95. Really, they crazy. made it three straight years in the mid, you know, 93-94-95. So almost 30 years since they've made it back-to-back years. Let's say for the next three years – you know, three years from now, they haven't won a Super Bowl, but they've made the playoffs every year. You know, maybe one of those years they get to the conference championship. You know what I mean? Like, they they win a couple playoff games here or there, but never get to the Super Bowl, never get over the hump. Would you feel, would you say then, well, they're, they're not the same SOL, same old Lions. I mean, they're not a Super Bowl team, but they are at least a, a perennial playoff team. That's not the goal. But would you would you give them credit for that, or would you still be SOL? I'll give them credit if they win a playoff game this year. Like like to me, that would be 
a huge step in the organization, Chris. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, just all they got to do is they can. Well, they haven't made the playoffs in like six years. No, I, I get that. So just making it isn't a huge no, that's, step? No, to me it's not. With a, on a down division with the Bears are terrible, the Packers, like they everybody and their uncle like figured that they should win. Minnesota came up surprised. People of that loss last week obviously hurt them big time, but they were in in in, uh, in the kind of running for it. Uh, other than not winning the division, they should. If they didn't win the division, that would have been another – knock on the Lions. Would you agree with that, with the other teams that are in the division? They should have. Yeah, I mean, I thought they'd win the division. And we'll see. They still got, you know, we got some weeks to play. But I I, I picked them to win the division. And, uh, yeah, if they, if they were to stumble here and let Minnesota catch them, yeah, that would definitely be a knock against them. Yeah, that would be SOL. And, but and- I, I do feel like, though, making the playoffs would be, I mean, you know, I think that'd be progress. Now, if they lose to a lower seed, you know, like so they have uh, a home way, home playoff play game and Dallas, lose, right? Yeah, if they have a home game and lose to Dallas in a good game, I, I don't know that I'll kill them for that. It depends on how they lose. But if they lose to a, you know, Seattle or Tampa Bay or whoever, you know, whoever one of those lower seeds are that they were to play, yeah, then then I think that's a that's a really poor showing. But uh, right now, look, I think they're having a good year, and um, I'm going to give them some credit right now. All right, uh, it is the odd couple, Chris and Rob, as we said, 17-7 to Kansas City. Keep it locked. We out! Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 